you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you, folks. Thank you for the opportunity to come across your broadcast and your airways to, to be with you. Certainly, we've been go over, going over a very difficult subject, narcissism, and we've been purposely going through this because we want to talk to you about what folks go through. We want you to know that the sky is blue. We want you to know that the Bible is true. We want you to know that God is in control. We want you to know that, you know, unlock the front door, you know, put your best running shoes on, you know, uh, I tell my wife, put on her purple running shoes, put on her comfortable clothes. Let's, you know, let's, let's go get a cup of coffee in downtown Greenville. I mean, get out of the house and get out there in your church, start serving God, get help to come. If you've been physically hurt, folks, I can't say this enough. You got to go to the police. And, uh, if you're in a church that's hurting you, you got to get out and we'll be glad to help you do that. Uh, but folks, 99 out of a hundred pastors out there are some of the greatest people on God's green earth. If you need help finding a good church, certainly we'll help you find one. And uh, so with me, as always, my friend, Kevin, good morning, Kevin. Good morning, sir. Out there in San Diego still. Mm-hmm. Still here until, till after the, the big uh, 0700 ministry on Camp Pendleton Sunday. Then we roll out to LA for a few days, then Vegas for the uh, wounded spirits, uh, thing. And then, yeah, off, off to points East, man, God is good. And I'll tell you old, uh, old Vegas, this time of year is all right. But I got to tell you, I rolled up there one time in the summer with Debbie, and we rented a Chevy Cavalier back in 1987 and the dashboard melted. I just want to share that with you. It, it melted. I never forgot that man, the dash and they don't worry about it. It's as melted as it's going to melt is what they told us Mm -hmm. when, because I ran over there and said, excuse me, sir, the dashboard is melted. He's like, yeah, they do that. It's melted as far as it's going to melt. So it's good to be there in March and and not July. Folks, we we do love you, folks. We want to go today, and I mentioned that we want to talk, why do bad things happen to good people? How did this all begin? Death, bad things, where did this all come from? We're kind of going to work through it a little bit, pass it back and forth. Just We may not get through this whole particular section today, but we want you to know what we don't finish up, we'll go back to. We want you to know that sometimes we may, introduce some of the topics we've already talked about or bring them back just to help us and highlight some things that we're going through. But we got to remember, so the Bible teaches us in Genesis one thirty one, in the beginning, uh, God created the universe and everything in it in six days. At the end, the Bible tells us that God saw everything and basically he looked around, Kevin, and he said, it's very good. And uh, so we know to be very good, the world had to be without blemish, defect, disease, suffering, uh, especially death. So when God created the world, and at the time of creation, uh, everything was very good. Adam and Eve were vegetarians. There were no animals killed uh, in the world. Uh, he had given them every fruited thing the Bible said in verses 29 through 39 in chapter 1 of Genesis. And he had given them a perfect utopia. There was one rule. 
He said, you know, and at this point, Kevin, this is where separation begins right there in the garden of Eden. He said, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day thou shalt eatest thou shalt surely die. Stay away from the tree. So what happened? Though we don't know the exact time, somewhere right after creation, one of God's angels, we know three by name uh, in our Bible. Uh, we know Lucifer's one of them, the devil, uh, led a rebellion against the creator. And so the effects of him getting kicked out of heaven, uh, being cast off with the people who hung out with Lucifer, the effects of all that is Adam and Eve are filled with shame. So, so Kevin, at this point, just looking at scripture, God creates this wonderful utopia, this wonderful world that's without sin, without death, without blemish. Uh, these people are perfect vegetarians, healthy. They're living in a place. It doesn't rain, brother. There's a firmament. There's a little bit of drizzle coming down. It's just beautiful. The weather's perfect. But then sin showed up, brother. Mm. And, and sin ruined everything, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know, uh, I think sometimes we need to remember the Garden of Eden was not necessarily pain free. You know, the, the curse brought death, death and suffering. But pain, you know, if you if you if you you know, I'm just picturing if Adam and Eve, you know, brushed themselves against something repeatedly that that the nerves would register pain. And so pain in itself is not is not um suffering and death but we're we're talking about pain that won't go away we're talking about things in our life that god allows and, and so the the question you're asking is why does god allow suffering and you answered it right there with you know number one it was brought on by our choice you know we're sinners and so we shouldn't you know cast the blame certainly on on god but god allows things but he works them for our good and so in the big picture of a sovereign god and his providence he is able to use our suffering and the results of of adam's sin um to to bring us higher you know i'm thinking about for instance a mother eagle the the, the parents you know stir the nest of the of the of the little baby eagle that's hatched uh and 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 suddenly this <clears throat> the thorns and the uh you know the, the little pricklies are are making things really uncomfortable and so that that pain you know that ongoing chronic situation was like ah ooh this is no longer fun i don't like this anymore mom and dad e you know mom and dad eagle why are you letting me your little eaglet suffer like this but <clears throat> it caused it caused a, uh, uh, a change, you know, it causes a change to the word. The little eaglet says, okay, I'm willing to leave this comfort zone and get outside of it. So, you know, so I just thank God, you know, that, that he uses suffering for good. And, and so I look at my life and I look at the life of maybe someone listening here today. What is, what did God do for me as a result of some narcissist that, that God allowed into my life? What, what good came out of that? What good could King Saul do in the life of a David who was a, a pretty well blameless young guy who's just being faithful? Why was Joseph there in the book of Genesis allowed to have such a an abusive relationship with his brothers where they threw him into a pit and then sold him, you know, just treated him as like an object. Why, why, why? Well, the answer is 
is obvious. Joseph would not have ended up as as the Egyptian second in command and was not and would not have been able to to spread his wings and fly in his ability from his from his dream um, interpretation to interpret Pharaoh's dreams and then be trusted with all of these uh, materials that would save the life ultimately of God's people. And what Satan wanted for evil, God allowed for good. And same thing with um you know, Jesus, Satan, it was his hour, the power of darkness. He thought he had Jesus, but God used it to bring salvation. And ultimately, Jesus himself was lifted from the grave far above all principality and power. And 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 so he has a name which is uh, befitting him. But there for a while, he had to become the offscouring of all things. So, you know what? There are people listening that are going through some just really rotten stuff and God's trying to stir, stir the nest so that he can get you off of your leaves into the next, you know, phase, the next chapter. And that's, that's one big thing, brother. Yeah, it is understanding that because of this sin, all of a sudden we need a savior because this thing entered into this world. And, and I like the direction that Kevin just went to and said, okay, we're stuck with this. We're at this point. We understand Romans five twelve. sin entered into the world through Adam and death through sin, death then spread to all people because all sinned. So because of this sin, we're all going to die. So now we have a responsibility to bring honor uh, to bring glory to God in this sin-ridden world. So why is all this happen? Why do good? Why do bad things happen to good people? And the bottom line is because sin entered into this world. But then I love that verse in Genesis fifty twenty. I actually wrote the words to a song that uh, Mrs. Wesco and I uh, put to music. It's out there on Spotify. Uh, God meant it for good, but as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring to pass mm. as it is this day to save much people alive. So these terrible, terrible, upside down, crazy, narcissist driven things that have happened to your life, you got a couple options. One option is you can go home and lay on your couch. One option is you can control who you see, your kids, your grandkids, no one else. One option is you pick your church the time you go, the time of day. One option is to shut down the living part of your life. The other option is to say, I serve a risen God. And I've handled it with the police. I've handled it with the Bible theology. Now, God, help me serve that risen God. I want to live. I don't want to just go through life. I want to live. I don't want to just be here on earth. I want to live. Be that person that lives. Listen, we'll be right back with you. We're going to let the broadcast do what they do. We'll be right back. Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. So we sit here, and, and there's some great news, I think, that comes out of this. The great news is this terrible narcissistic thing that has, may have happened in our life that we may have went through. We come out the other side, and we have two choices. We can lay on the couch. We can control everything we do. We can. That's not life. Or we can bust out. 
and uh, we can serve this risen Savior. We can, we can make a difference. We can allow this trial that hurt us so bad. We can allow this trial that changed our life. We can allow this trial uh, that blew apart our nuclear family. We can allow this trial that set the world upside down to be good for God. We can use that for his glory. We can go out and tell people are hurt, and we can cry with them a little bit easier, laugh with them a little bit easier, hold people in our arms a little bit tighter. We can go around and go to people who've been through this same trial and say, listen, God got me out the other end. I'm done with this. We can go around and say, hey, I've had enough of this. It's time I live my life. Boy, folks, that's, that's the God I serve. But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it to pass as this day to save much people alive. So you know what the end result is when we get off the couch? You know what the end result is when we allow God to take a trial? God never wastes a trial and, and, and put it in our hands and say, go out and tell folks about it. Go out and help people who've been through this same thing. People get saved. Life's changed, Kevin. I mean, there's another side to this thing. Yeah. Yeah, I was out at Camp Pendleton a couple of days ago, and and the uh, Marines were out there doing their PT. My family used to run the PT with them when we lived on Camp Pendleton. I didn't run it, honestly, because I've got some lumbar issues that prevent running, but uh, impact. But but anyway, uh, they were still wearing some of the same uh, mottos on their T-shirt. Pain is weakness leaving the body. And you know what? That's a great motivator to, to, to do things that you know will cause pain. But you know what? Sometimes when it passively comes to you and you're not trying to do it, you're, you're just like, wait a minute, this wasn't part of some kind of a uh, regimen to, to make myself stronger. So I've been blindsided by something. And, you know, I'm sure there's someone out there listening who is feel, feeling that way. They feel like, you know, I, I didn't ask for this. Uh, it was like Job who said, you know, I, this isn't a, isn't a quote, but uh, I wasn't looking for it. I was in ease. Things were going fine. I was on vacation or whatever. And boom, I, um, you know, I went into calamity. And, you know, when that happens, that is like the, the, the worst suffering because you felt like you were finally getting ahead. You're finally, you know, going to make it. Your ship you know, when your ship came in, it was on the horizon and it, and it, and it turned out that it was like the, 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 the Huguenots there on the beaches of, uh, Florida when the, um, uh, the, I think it was the Spanish came ashore and the French Christians, uh, who were colonizing there went out to meet this wonderful ship that was coming. Some of you feel like that. you're going out to meet this wonderful ship full of supplies. And when they, uh, when they, the, the Spaniards, I believe it was came off, you know, the gangplank, they slaughtered the Huguenots. It, they were agents of the Pope to kill the, uh, the, you know, the dissenters kill the, the heretics. So yeah, that's what you feel like, man, w what kind of suffering is that? Why would God allow that? And, uh, you know, again, as we're, we're covering here, suffering brings faithful believers into a deeper understanding and relationship with him. So up into and including death, you know, we, so obviously if we go to be with Jesus, like they did, the Huguenots, they go off with Jesus. They know him very, very well. And uh, God felt like, the, you know, it's time to have them home with him. But 
if I'm left here alone, uh, suffering like that, then I can be brought into a deeper understanding with him because uh, I, I'm recognizing, you know what, when I have nothing else left than God, the God is enough. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's just a great place to be, Doug, that, that yeah. I have a God much bigger than I ever thought possible. And some of the suffering I've been through, we alluded to earlier and yesterday, um, some of that stuff, I have found out that God is way bigger than I ever could imagine. When you feel like you're losing everything that's familiar, both in schedule, in people, in 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 monetary resources, in uh, emotional stability, in place to live, and all that. So when you feel like it's all up for grabs, you find out that the shakedown that the devil's giving is actually God's way. You know, devil's the devil's setback is actually God's way of setting you forward. Yeah, and God has a wonderful way of opening doors that we didn't even know were closed or showing our doors that we didn't even know were there in these trials, these craziness, these separations, they, they bring us to a place that's higher than anything we could imagine. And I think it was Richard Nixon talking about his political career, how he had uh, been a congressman and a senator and went on to become the vice president for Dwight Eisenhower. And Eisenhower kind of blew him off and let Kennedy win. And because uh, I guess Dick Nixon used to drive like crazy <laughs> Uh, but then, then Dick Nixon runs for Senator or governor. I don't remember which one in California and loses. And then eight years later runs for president and wins. And his statement is you cannot experience the, uh, a high mountains view with full pleasure until you've been in the deepest, darkest Valley. I remember that in history wow. class and, and folks, sometimes God wants to bring us to that deep, high, um, uh, Really, it's a dichotomy. Man, you're deep. You're going through things, but you look up to God and you trust him. And, and that verse comes to mind. You meant it for evil, but God meant it for good, and you start climbing that mountain. And before you know it, God takes your trials. God takes these things in your life, and he starts stacking them on your shoulders, and you, you start sharing them with other people. Man, I went through this in my life, but let me tell you how God got me out of there. Let me tell you what it was like. And before you know it, the, the ministry's exploding, and, and, and the lies that people said, and the stories he said, she said, they said around the corner, they just go away. And before you know it, you're standing at the top of a mountain, and, and you know that God propelled you there and you know that that God is above you allowing you to be there and you look around and you go God meant it for good and in these terrible things that happen in our life there's a couple choices that's how we started this broadcast we can go home we've done the cop thing we've done those things we can lock our doors we can be double triple paranoid freaked out upside down never wanting to trust another human being or we can say our our god's enough our god's big enough he's he's gonna take me through but my god shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by christ jesus god's gonna provide for all our needs in abundance he's gonna take us off the couch if we'll let him he'll bring us off the couch we can sit around and we can say, as Paul said, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. Paul's missionary journey is getting beat up, going back to the same city, shipwrecks, prisoner. And then Paul says, because he, he, he came from that valley, he came from that terrible place, 
My grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Can I tell you something, folks? The power of Christ will never rest upon you laying on your couch below uh, behind a locked door. You know, folks, that's where it starts. But the power of Christ, man, when you start coming out of that valley, when God starts pulling you out, I remember I picked up a guy, Kevin, years ago. He didn't want to leave his house. I said, we're going, we're going to the Golden Corral in 2016. Didn't want to leave his house. Went to Golden Corral. He had seven pieces of prime rib. It was prime rib night. Mm-hmm. Praise God. A year and a half later, brother, he knocked on his first door. Knocked on his first door in visitation for his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Threw up three times at the car before he got to the door. Led a wonderful lady to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Can I tell you something, folks? Your God is real big. He's going to get you through. Make sure you get a hold of us if there's anything we can do for you. We're going to continue on with this subject next Monday. We sure do love you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.